This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, and of course, athletes in the struggle. Y'all don't make a little. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Some get a little, and some get none. Shit, I was part of the some get none. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again to Sports Talk with the Spain. It's yours truly. It's yours truly. I am back again. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a bit of a loaded episode today. We're going to break down my power rankings after uh, three quarters of the season that's been concluded in the NFL. Uh, we'll give you some updates in the NBA, some slight ones, some slight ones, basically local updates, nothing crazy. Um, what's been going on in the sports world in general, World Cup, um, most, you know, some other news that I wanted to chime in on. But um, <clears throat> we're going to start with uh, a quick, you know, happy trails to Xander Bogarts, formerly of the Boston Red Sox, now a rich man over in San Diego for the Padres. He signed an 11-year, $280 million deal. Uh, so I guess the Red Sox did lowball him um, when it mattered. Uh, how I felt initially, you know, I felt kind of disappointed as a Red Sox fan, as a sports goer, like someone who focuses on the, the whole aspect. I understand the business is the business. It goes down that way. Uh, we have an ownership that's some somehow, some way, somehow ready to spend, but also not ready to spend. Um, we know for sure this Red Sox team is going to have to be much different than what it's been in the past. Uh, but losing someone like Xander Bogarts, Xander Bogarts, who wears number two because he was a, his idol is Derek Jeter, so he. He he, one thing about him that I noticed is that he wasn't like the vocal leader. He wasn't like the you know, the standout guy. Like he wasn't the biggest marketable player out of the Red Sox. But he was, he led by example. He was a homegrown talent for the Sox, and you know, it's you know that's the sucky thing about the business in in baseball. Some teams are not willing to pay, whereas there are other teams like the New York Yankees who are not gun-shy whatsoever. They are more than willing to pay. And they signed their boy to nine years, $360 million, Aaron Judge, which is, you know, that was to be expected. But there's a lot of money being thrown out there in, in MLB. And, you know, shout-out to those guys, all those Afro-Latinos and those black players that are getting – their opportunity to make buku bucks in a sport that is primarily them. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of Black American players, but there's a lot of Latin American, a Latin Afro-Latino uh, Black players in the league at the moment. And, you know, when you see these type of signings, you just got to celebrate these guys, um, <clears throat> especially a sport that's, considered to be predominantly white um it's 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 amazing to see those guys get their opportunity and uh make some good money and secure their future and their families and all that good stuff and uh 
we can see now there's a lot of teams that are willing to spend some bread and they're making it happen. So I just wanted to speak on Xander. Um, you know, I like to kick it off with local stuff. I'm going to, you know, pass on the, the Bruins because I haven't really been following. I know they're still top team in the NHL at the moment. Um, but we want to speak briefly about the Celtics. They just concluded their, um, their road trip in the West Coast. Obviously, the majority of us watched them blow the fucking doors out of the Phoenix Suns last week. Um, but this past weekend, they kind of struggled against that the Golden State Warriors in the rematch of the finals. You would have thought they would have came out with more fire than they did. Um, and then they also struggled against the Clippers, who finally, for once, looked like a healthy team, um, having Kawhi and Paul George playing at the same time and so on. But, you know, the Celtics were a little undermanned as far as, you know, their bigs are concerned. Horford was out with uh, health and safety protocol. Um, Rob Williams is still coming back from his rehab uh, after the knee surgery he had over in offseason. So maybe that will be a different – we'll see a different team when they match up with these same teams again in the, in the next month or so. Um, but a couple things I noticed was that, for one – Coach Mazzula is definitely gonna get out gonna get out coached by some really good coaches like Steve Kerr, um, like uh, you know, you know, Ham did a pretty good job with the Lakers last night, but I mean the Lakers are old. Once they hit that OT, you know, st the steam was gone. Um, you know, there's gonna be certain teams that have certain type of coaches that can, you know set their teams up defensively against our guys. Um, and that's one thing about the Celtics this season. They've been kind of struggling defensively. Um, not the same as they were the season prior, and that could be mostly due to the fact that Rob Will um, hasn't been there all season, and Horford is on, like, a, a pitch count. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Uh it, it's, it's you could you know you could say a lot about what they the performances for these team for this team um oh and I also want to mention Tyron Lue did his thing with the Clippers um coaching them up but I think that's one thing uh that a lot of people just set aside because they think these guys are so talented they don't need it but coaching plays a huge part about you know with with these type of games these these games that you know, you're going against veteran teams or, you know, teams with more than two superstars. Coaching in the NBA is not more about, it's not about the X's and O's. And I've, I've, I think I had an episode about this before, but it's not about purely the X's and O's. That's way too easy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, the X's and O's shit is in, the, in at practice. That's when that is very more um, important. But more than anything, during the game, it's about managing the, the egos. It's about putting the guys in the right place. It's about the right time to take a timeout. It's about the right time to de-escalate um, the situation, especially when there's huge runs. The, the, the game of basketball is all about runs. What can you do to find a way to stop the run? Like last night's Lakers game, they were they went on a 32-5 to run before... Masula finally took a timeout, or at one point, I think it was maybe even a freaking, I think it was a probably an and one 
timeout um, when from you know I think believe Jalen Brown or Tatum got the and one and they call a timeout before the free throw. But um, situations like that, you know, you gotta find your you gotta find your moments where you you take it bring it down a bit, like rally up the troops and you know get them going again and you know make sure they understand that you know to get back in this game this is what needs to be done so on and so forth and um but you know the the normal individual will sit there and be like oh you know these co- these players don't need coaching this and that yeah watch how these guys would do if they were just doing it themselves they it'd be fucking a clusterfuck everybody's trying to get buckets <laughs> you know what i'm saying not living true to what's being coached by the by the coach, you know what I'm saying? Um, especially on the de- defensive end. And, and it's funny that I'm mentioning all this and I'm watching the season two of Last Chance U, uh, East Los Angeles uh, JUCO basketball team. And man, their basketball coach, man, he... <laughs> Obviously, you ain't going to see that type of coach in the NBA because these millionaires are not listening to that. Um, they'll they'll yell right back, but shit, man. Uh, talk about a guy who who puts puts Coach Carter to to shame by the way he be yelling and forcing these guys to go go straight to practice after an L, like crazy shit. But yeah, um, NBA is interesting, man. Like you could you could you could really assume that coaching doesn't play a part, but yeah, I think it does. You 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 could you could kind of weeded out when it comes to like you, you see a team like the Houston Rockets like not to call you know not to say Paul Sal- Salas Jr. and you know RP to his father um, not to say he's a bad coach but he's an inexperienced coach you know what I'm saying like you're coaching a bunch of young cats um, that are young enough to be their his brother and you know they're not they're not disciplined enough you know what I'm saying discipline comes a, comes a long way and coaching plays a part with that um, so I'm gonna get off of that I personally believe, you know what I'm saying, coaching played a huge part to the Celtics. Two losses during over the weekend. And, you know, their pure talent alone will get them through games one way or another. Um, but this is definitely, this was definitely a gut check moment for Coach Mazzula. And he'll get, he'll get better. He has a, he has a, g- a good staff around him and the players he have, he has, um, they have bought into, they already had bought into Ime's philosophy, which is what has been uh, instilled in this current team that we have now. Um, so I don't have anything negative to say. I mean, the team, like I, I've said in the in the past few episodes, they're gonna find moments where they're gonna have, they're gonna struggle against some good teams, and you know, you're gonna be battle tested. Um, you're gonna get battle tested, uh, and, and I, I think I seen somebody tweet about like. Oh, I know people was waiting for them to start losing, to start talking about it. I'm like, listen, the reality is when your team is held to a high standard, example, Celtics, Warriors, Lakers, Knicks, these, these, these big markets are, you know, held to a high standard, people will troll them to death when they're losing games. They don't... They, they don't, especially if you're losing to teams like an Indiana or fucking Spurs or Orlando, people are going to find their moments to like clown it because they're like, this is the one moment they get to see you down. And 
that's not you can't be mad at that because you do the same thing if you are on the other side. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's it's right. If you're if there's other fans clowning your team or waiting for your team's demise, you gotta you gotta be like you gotta be with it because it's like this is the attention you want your team to have because you'd be complaining if they didn't have any attention whatsoever. So, um, but yeah, getting off that, uh, we're going to go into the NBA. No, I'm sorry. We're already in the NBA. We're going to the NFL. In the NFL, we are now at week 15. Week 14 has concluded. Um, there were some big surprises. I don't want to f- do no full recaps, but I want to get into my power rankings and why they're there. And then I'm going to touch on Thursday night football game as well and who I think is going to win, the ramifications of that, the outcome of this game, um, so on and so forth. Uh, So, yeah, we're at week 15, and we're about three-quarters into the season. Obviously, as all of us know, there's a week 18, so that's the reason why we're – the regular season's going into January. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with the rankings. We're going to start at number 32 uh, in the power rankers, in this Spain's power rankings, the Texans. The Houston Texans are still 32, the 32nd <laughs> team in the uh, 32nd out of 30, 32 teams right now. Uh, they will be, I'm, I'm pretty certain they clinched that uh, first round pick, that f- first pick in the first round. Uh, they haven't won. I don't even know when. When did they win? I think they won like week three or something like that. When they were, I think they were one one and one or one two and one at one point. Yeah, they're at at one point. I thought they were just fighting really hard and keep making it difficult for other teams. I think the the last good game I seen them play was that Thursday night game against the Eagles, and I think that was right after the Eagles lost to the Commanders on Sunday night football. Like. I think the Eagles were just like kind of going through the motions at that point. <clears throat> but um they haven't looked good. Uh they definitely pushed the Cowboys to the limit this past weekend and um I for one <laughs> chose the the Cowboys to cover that enormous spread of uh minus minus 17 and uh I felt like a idiot because uh, they clearly did not, and they, it took uh, some last, yeah, some last second, you know, hero ball from Dak Prescott and those boys. Uh, they went on a 98-yard drive to end the game, technically to end the game. Um, I mean, you know, bad teams find a way to lose. That's just what it is, and that's why they ranked 32nd. They're currently playing musical chairs with their quarterbacks in the end game. Um, their best player is now hurt with a high ankle sprain. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on over there in Houston. And uh, yes, indeed, Houston, we have a problem. And the problem is the Texans. Uh, my 31st, number 31 in the rankings is the Denver Broncos. They have the most, I think, I believe from my last rankings, they are one of the teams that have the 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 um the most drastic drop. They were previously the twentieth ranked team in my rankings when I last did it. Um, there's a lot of issues there, and I'm, I'm I'll be first to say that I, I was wrong. 
I was definitely wrong about them turning it around. I was wrong about Russ Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not the type to let my ego get the best of me and say, not think I was wrong for saying, you know what I'm saying, for making a terrible um, prediction on how that would go. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of problems going on there. The defense is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a defense that's built to keep you in the game. But like any other team that has a good defense and you're keeping them on the field, they're going to get tired out. They're not going to be able to keep you in the game for that much longer. And they're in the same division as the Raiders, Chiefs, and the Chargers. So those are all three offenses that actually play very, very well when they're healthy and in tuned. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. Um, I would hope Nathaniel Hackett doesn't get is used as a scapegoat here. Who's to know? We don't know. Um, that's a that's a franchise that that has banked big time on their QB, you know, quarter billion dollars contract. You know, the one who's gonna be axed out will be the coach. So, I mean, part of me does not believe it's truly the coach's fault in this situation. First and foremost, you're putting all you're you're putting all this pressure on one guy you traded for to carry you through the season, and he's not even the same kind of guy no more. And on top of that, he doesn't have the same talent he had over in Seattle. Like, if he was with the Seahawks right now, I think they would be winning the division easily, only because of how, you know what I'm saying? And it's not because G I still don't believe Geno's better than him. I think Geno's playing great back, great football, uh, quarter quarterbacking the hell out of that that for that for that team right now, excuse me, because um, he's a, he's a manager. He manages the game, and he and they're giving him opportunities to to be a, a playmaker, and and he's playing well within that system. But again, like I mentioned, they have the talent there. Like they got two very good receivers. Uh, Seattle knows how to draft running backs. Uh, the offensive line has figured it out for the most part. Um, defensively, they 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 bend and break, and then bend and don't break. They do a little bit of both, <laughs> so that's why they, a lot of teams are end up to keep end up keeping up in the games. Um, but yeah, I got the I got the Broncos at thirty one. Um, they're gonna be. I don't believe. I I think their first round pick because they gave several. I think their first round pick is going to Seattle. So, all for nothing. <laughs> Being that that bad this year. Um, the Bears are my next uh, team. They're the 30th ranked team here. Uh, they've dropped pretty drastically as well from my last rankings. Uh, I think at the time I ranked them at 21, they were on that win streak. Uh, Justin Fields was just completely dominating. Um, but since then, I think, you know, They've been making some. They made some trades. Fields got hurt. A few losses. Completely owned by the Packers still. So, yeah, you could pretty much nip that in the butt right there. They were they were almost in the in, in the in the talks of sneaking into that seventh seventh seed in the NFC, but it's not looking like it's gonna happen this season. Um, 
moving on, we have the Saints, 29th ranked um, in my rankings. Uh, they were 24th the last time I did it. Uh, yeah, there's not much I can say about that team. Uh, they, 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 It looks like they're going to be focusing on next season. Um, they got swept by, I believe they got, yeah, they got swept by the Bucks this year, and they usually do pretty well against them every season, especially since Brady's been there. Um, they've been swept by the Bucks. They can't get it going on offense. Kamara looks like he can't even they, – they're simply just bottling him up. And not only that, you know, they're struggling um, defensively because of injuries and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, um, we don't have to worry about the Saints. Though We have to worry. We'll, we'll see what they do in the off seasons. Um, there's been rumors that Sean Payton might come back. Who knows? Who knows who's going to be their quarterback? We don't know. Um, they're better off putting Taysom Hill back there at that at this point. He's like their best playmaker right now. But uh, moving on, we're going to go with the Rams. Uh, great finish from la- for last the last game. You know, with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> literally like had two days to get prepared for a game and somehow he found a way to get them to win the game uh they ranked 28th uh in my current rankings they were 19th before and at that time i believe they were just i believe they were just like a game or two under 500 um stafford was probably still healthy at that time but um it's not looking too good uh you can see now veterans are Taking their, you know, their, their, I feel like, I feel like in the NFL, there's a ver, there's a, there is a version of uh, load management going there when teams start to lose. Um, like Aaron Donald hasn't played in a couple, couple games. I mean, Ramsey's still playing. You know, Bobby Wagner's still playing. They still have some guys out there competing, but I, I, I can't see Stafford coming back this season, nor do I. Do I see Cooper Cup coming back? Even if he was healthy week 16 or 17, I don't think they're going to let these guys come back and risk it. Uh, they were ranked 19th the last time, so they've also drastically dropped in my rankings. Um, unfortunately for them, their first-round pick is also not theirs this year. It's to the Lions, uh, in which if I'm a Lions fan in the way they're going right now, I'd be super excited about the now in the future for that team. But we'll talk more about them in a bit. Uh, the next team, 26th rank, will be the Colts. They remain the st- – I'm sorry, I, I skipped the ranking. 27th rank is the Cardinals. They were previously the 23rd rank. Um, Kyler Murray, current, now out for the season, tore his ACL on Monday Night Football against the Patriots. Um, very unfortunate. I mean, this is kind of like – this is probably one of the worst seasons they've had under Kingsbury, but I think this is the this is what is gonna what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna this is what's gonna force them their hand to get him out of here. They're gonna have to fire him eventually, whether it be just before the season ends or after the season ends. Um, the GM today uh, just announced that he's stepping down or stepping away from the the the, the, the job due to some health issues. So. You could kind of see the dominoes falling right there. Um, and they re-upped on the GM, the coach, and the quarterback. So, again, another situation where the scapegoat 
will be the coach. And and truthfully so in this situation, um, they haven't really had seasons where they've, besides last season, where they've actually progressed. They've, they've been uh, very pedestrian, very much lesser than what we expected. All the weapons they brought in to to help with the offense and so on and so forth never panned out. Um, so, but yeah, um, yeah, I had them ranked 23rd, like I mentioned, but like it's just tough to see how a team with such talent just doesn't look right. Um, and part of that is more more to do with the coach um, and his poor decisions, poor play call, and stuff like that. They like the, the game against the Patriots. They they could have kept it a game, you know, take the points. You don't always have to go for it on fourth. This is not Tom Brady and the Patriots anymore. This is Matt Jones and the Patriots. You know, saying like, take your chances with the points. <laughs> don't, you don't have to psych yourself out. That's just not how you know football is a. It's a game of chess, not checkers. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, unfortunately for them, their season looks like it's over. So moving on from them is the, the Indianapolis Colts. They're ranked 26. They stay the same from the last time I did my rankings. Uh, you would have thought ever since the Saturday hiring, um, after they had that one win when on its first official game, you would have thought, you know, Things are going to be on the up and up. You know, Matt Ryan's back on the, under the center. Uh, the defense is very damn good. Jonathan Taylor's finally running the ball the way he was running it last season. You know, a lot of different things look like it would it would have been happening, but looks like uh, they're not going to get out the rut here. Um, Matt Ryan's really not good, man. Like, I I thought, I, I'm, again, I'm wrong about him. I was mentally wrong about him. I never really spoke highly, but... He just looks like he's washed up. Like he looks like he can't really throw the ball no more. Um, doesn't look like he has the best relationship with the receivers that he has. It, the Colts can't figure it out when it comes to quarterback. Man, that shit's crazy to me. Like ever since Andrew Luck retired, they've just been trying so hard. And not to say they've lost games. They've they've competed with whichever quarterback they decide to like sign whether whether it be Jacoby Brissett or Philip Rivers or you name it I think they had Nick Foles well they had Nick Foles now but you know they just can't figure it out they're in their own you know they're in their own um shitty situation so I who who's to say I don't know if they're going to be able to get the quarterback of the future in the draft, they may need to look that route. It's not Sam Ellinger, obviously, because he can't do shit. Um, so uh, I don't know about the Colts, folks. Well, if you're a Colts fan, um, hit me up. Let me know how you feel about your team. Um, next ranked team will be the Steelers. They've moved up in my rankings. They were previously 29, now they're 25th. The team has a lot of promise. Uh, it's, you know, it's a... It's a Steelers team that's continuously going to be led by Tomlin. This might be his first season with a team under 500 for the first time in his career. Um, and that's not to say anything about how he's coaching the team. He he's just he has to deal with whatever he has. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're dealing with the cards that's dealt to you. Um, but he has something special. He has a special quarterback who looks like he's a gamer. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of George Pickens. Like, the kid is, like, his catch radius is insane. Like, the kid can catch anything. Like, anytime I watch highlights, I actually don't really watch a lot of highlights. I watch I watch a lot of Red Zone or I watch the game straight up. And the, the kid looks good, man. He, like, that's one thing the Steelers can do is draft a fucking receiver. So, they, you could you could give them props when it comes to that because I, I believe they got him in the second round. While there's a bunch of other dudes that I mean, this was a great class of receivers this past draft. So let me not dog the other ones that got drafted ahead of him. But he looks like one of those one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? So um, yep, Steelers number twenty five. The twenty fourth rank is the Raiders. They could have been higher in my rankings, but they did move up from the last time. They were thirty one. Um, they were on a little bit of a hot streak, but they, they shat their pants <laughs> against the Rams on prime time. Like, I, I don't know what happened there. Like, you have, like, they were up 17 nothing or 17-3 at one point, and they couldn't score again. I don't know if it was the short, short turnaround and, you know, Josh Jacobs couldn't, you know, he was banged up most of the game and, you know, Devontae Adams had three catches for 70-something odd yards, and he just didn't get anything else after that. And and for to be honest with you, being that he was a Packer at one point, there was a reason why Aaron Rodgers kept throwing it to him because somehow, some way, he's always open. And you just got to – sometimes you might have to force the ball to him. He needs the volume. You can't just sit there and just, like, give him only three, you know, five targets, six targets. You know what I'm saying? Like, he needs, like, double-digit targets a game. Like, you can't, can't, you can't. It's like having Steph Curry and telling and, and not passing him the ball. You know what I'm saying? You need to give him the ball. He needs to attempt at least 20 shots. So that, or, or, or have the ball in his hands majority of the time. Because he's the offense. Devontae Adams is the offense. Derek Carr, that's your freaking... Rumi, that's your that's your teammate since y'all were teenagers. You should you should know better to throw that rock to that guy. And it's I don't I don't really know if it was really how he was being schemed or guarded by Jalen Ramsey. I think it was more or less that they just got away from that game plan. And I don't know if it's Josh McDaniels who just got away from that game plan or whatever. But um, yeah, they, I got them ranked at twenty four. Moving on, the 23rd ranked team in my rankings is the Panthers. They're looking like the <laughs> – if I told you early this year that the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, were going to compete for the NFC South Division title, you would have told me to get tested for any type of drug that's no known to man. Because that would have been the craziest thing ever. They are currently, I believe, two games, no, one game out of first place in the NFC South. And they and they 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 traded away their best player. They dropped Baker Mayfield. But most well, most people don't know because they don't really pay attention to rosters. They have a young defense that's very damn talented. All levels of the of the of the foot of the football field, defensive line, linebacker, and DB. They're talented as fuck. 
all dra- homegrown drafted kids. On offense, it's a makeshift, but they're running the hell out of the ball. When you're a team that can't really push it down the field, the least you can do is run it. And when you can run it, something's going to open up on the pass game. They're playing the very basic football. And it works for some teams. It really does. And this is a team that it works for. And keep in mind, they already have beaten the Bucks previously. And now they're on a run. They're, they're, they've been winning some games. They're, they're competing. Um, Steve Wilkes took over as interim after they fired um, Matt Rowe. Matt Rowe. And he's getting it done. That's it. Real standard, straightforward bat- football. And if you hear me say basketball, actually, I'm watching the game right now, so I'm kind of slightly distracted. But anyways, um, shout out to the Panthers competing this season. Um, <laughs> it would be crazy to see that they actually come down to the, the end of the season. They're, they're like tied with the Bucks. And then they tie, and then they they beat the Bucks in the tiebreaker or some shit like that. That would be fucking insane. That would make Brady want to retire, I think. Um, but anyways, uh, the 22nd ranked team will be the Packers. They actually had a bye week this past weekend. Um, they needed it badly, uh, so Rodgers could heal up, and some other guys who are injured could come back healthy. There's not much I can say about this team. From for those who are listening, they already know this is my team. You know, this is the team I root for. This is the team I adore. I'm passionate about this team. I'm not passionate about players, so don't ask me questions about Aaron Rodgers. Don't ask me questions about who's my favorite Packer. Like the one that's that would be my favorite of all time. I kind of disowned him, <laughs> um, but I know the history of the of this team. I love this team to death. But this is like. One of the worst seasons I've seen. I think one of the other the other season I remember that was pretty bad was um I think it was the season that when Rogers broke his uh collarbone. I think this was the first time he broke it. And they had like three different they had like three different quarterbacks or two different quarterbacks all season. He he it took him like damn near a month and a half to get ready or rehab or you know, heal. And when he finally was able to come back, they were damn near out of, out of contention. I think the um, the Minnesota Vikings. I think that was the season that the Vikings went to the went to the NFC Championship with the, after the step, you know, that Stephon Diggs playoffs when he when he um the miracle and the Minnesota miracle. I think that it was that season. I can't recall. It was one of those seasons where you know they just weren't they were they just weren't a good team um besides that season his very first as a starter they they struggled as well i think they went four and 12 um not i'm not saying this is the worst team they've had this is definitely one of the this team is talented like they should be better than the record that they show but as they always say you are who you are your record you are who you what your record is like if you're if you're five and eight, you're five and eight. Like there's no ifs or buts about that. Like we're at the point of this season where you can't really make any excuses. But um, only thing they can really do at this point is run the table, um, and hope for other teams like the Giants, the Lions, the uh, uh, who else I look for the Commanders. Uh, 
those type of teams need to just keep losing. Seattle, like those teams need to keep losing somehow. But the problem is the Giants commanders, they're already tied and they face each other again. But they, they like they kind of singled each other out. Them beating one another just helps one another, not the not the Packers. Um same goes for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, they've been dwindling. We'll speak more. I'll I'll get on them in a bit. They mean, you know, they have a big game this Thursday against the Niners. And um I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It's is they 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 kind of them not being in the picture does not make a big I don't know, it doesn't make a big difference for the Packers, but they do need a lot of help. They need to run a table, so on and so forth. We know that. And we'll see. It, it could be entertaining or it could be pretty shitty. But they the their ranking has had to not change from the last time I did my rankings. Uh the the twenty first team in the rankings would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um they look good. I mean they they this season has been weird actually. Let me not, not let me not get too crazy like their season at one point they were up and another point they were down and now they're back up again <laughs> and now they're competing for their division because they beat their division their their in division rival which is the titans a team that they were they previously had trouble beating in the past and now they they're able to get over that hump and they look good. They they have spurts when they really look like a well-coached team with Trevor Lawrence and ATN and all them guys. Like everything is starting to click for them in spurts. And that's the beauty of the NFL is the parity in the league. Like although the team is like 5 and 8, we get like records is like again, you are your record, but they're in one of the weakest divisions in the NFL. Um, that's why the Titans always find a way to get through that division and win it, or even the Colts. But then one of the weakest divisions, so why not you? Why not like why, like people would say, why not us? Um, you you have an opportunity to uh, you have an opportunity to prove to all the naysayers that you belong, and here's your opportunity, right? So, um, I got them ranked tw- number 21. Uh, the next team I have here would be the 20th ranked team in my rankings, the Atlanta Falcons. They're, they were previously 17. Um, they're going to continue to drop unless they're switched from Mariota, who's now an IR, which was a weird situation there. I feel like that was one of those load management situations. Um He's now an IR, so now they're moving on with the rookie, Desmond Ritter. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that team looks because they can run the ball, and they play very well on defense. And, they could, and they're another team that's 5-8 and eight in that division who's competing, trying to compete for that division title. Um, so this will be an interesting four weeks for this team as well to see how they look with the their, you know, quote-unquote, future of their franchise um next ranked team i have is the cleveland browns uh they were previously 25th and i think the rankings for me on them it's mostly due to the fact that 
They now have Deshaun back. He's not. He's a little rusty right now. Um, he does show flashes of who he who we are expecting from him, who we are expecting from what we've seen in the past. Um, but it's going to take some time for him to really um, get it together, like the, developing that relationship with the receivers he has. I feel like the running game has not been the same since he's got there. Like Nick Chubb was dominant for the past two months. And since then, haven't seen much. Kareem Hunt isn't is not even is non-existent. It just doesn't look right offensively for them. So um, they're still in the hunt. They're still in the hunt for that last last spot of the they're two games out for that last spot of the AFC seventh seed. And the way things are looking right now, they you never know. You can't you can't rule them out. Just like the Packers, just like the Jaguars, just like the Panthers, the Falcons. All these teams in the middle of my rankings, they're not out of it just yet. So it'll be interesting to see how they do these last four games with Deshaun. But um, the next team here we have is number 18, the Detroit Lions. They've made the biggest jump in my rankings. They were previously number 28. And this is, you know, for those who've been listening to my pod, like, I said it. This is the team that I believe would be the surprise team of the seat of the league, of the year. Like I I knew what I was seeing when I was watching Hard Knocks. This is, I wasn't trying to <laughs> I wasn't trying to get ahead of myself and be like, "Oh my god, like I see them on TV. They look so good." No, they you're being coached well. Like he's a motivational coach. Like he's a guy who you know if he was in the room and he started talking to you, you'd be like, you know what? I'm about to just put a helmet on and then try to run through a 330-pound guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dan Campbell is is that guy, man. Like, it, I don't know what it is. And then he, he his staff as well is very good, too. Um, they're figuring it out. Like, their offense is good. Like, when, when Jared Goff is not putting his head under his legs, he, he, he can ball up. Um, Defensively, they they they're figuring it out. Like they they battled with the the Vikings. Both teams pretty much have the same type of team. Prolific on offense, but struggle on defense. And they they took they got the better of of that um, of the Vikings. So they're in the hunt right now. They're I believe they're um, what's their record right now? I believe they're six and seven. They're looking good. They're 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 going. They're getting at it right now. So uh, that's it's fun to see Detroit competing. Um, I think the league is better. Is good when we see teams like a Detroit or teams like a Jacksonville or a team like the Falcons or the Jets, Giants being relevant deep deep into this this season. Um, moving on, seventeenth ranked. Team in my rankings is the Tampa Bay Bucks, and, and and this is something I knew from earlier in the season as well. Another another thing I I predicted kind of low key. They don't look the same. They could barely. They don't even score more than twenty. I don't think they scored more than twenty one points in the season yet. They pretty much they they pretty much low key got shut out by the Forty Nineers. I don't know how they got three points. I think they got three points on the first drive, like. On a Tom Brady-led team, have you ever seen them get dominated like that before? Nope. 
Um, does he look like a shell of himself? Kind of. Um, is it on him? Yes. Is it on the fact that they're injured a bit? Yes, but that's not a good excuse anymore. The season has gone on. Like, we wait for those. We'll, we'll wait for those excuses when the season's over. You know what I'm saying? Every team has injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody cares. Nobody's looking for or thinking about the injuries you had when it's repping time. You feel me? So it's like it's easy to give somebody like Tom Brady, who's the goat, an excuse. But nah, bro. Like, you gotta call a spade a spade. They don't look good. They don't. He 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 can't connect with Mike Evans. The other receivers look like they're lost. Defensively, whenever they have a few guys out, they just out of it. Like it's it's just a lot that doesn't look right with that team and they, they, they have trouble running the ball. Which should be their strength because, you know, when you have somebody like Brady that out there, teams are teams don't know if whether they need to stack the box. Or have too high safety, so he's he's the ultimate chess player. So if you can't run the ball on a Tom Brady led offense, there's gonna be a lot of issues, a lot a lot of issues. Um, you'll be looking into it. And this is the first time in a long time I've seen a Tom Brady led team deal with adversity, and I I can still see them winning this division. This it's gonna be tough for them to not win the division, but it's going to be a tough few weeks for them. They're going to be playing the Bengals this Sunday, and it's going to be interesting. This is going to be like the passing of the of the guards right here, like Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady type shit. Oh, man. That should be exciting to watch, to be honest with y'all. But anyways, uh, the next team would be... Um, and by the way, the Bucks were ranked 16 the last time I did my ranking, so they didn't they didn't go too far. Next team is the Titans, number 16 on the rankings. They were previously 12. Um, I don't know what it is besides the Packers game. They they just don't look right. And I mean, that's you know, I can't say it's Tannehill. Like obviously, I'm definitely not gonna say it's the coaching. Like I think Vrabel is a great coach. I just think that they can't. They're not beating the. They're not beating these teams that they went against. Eagles. Um, I mean, you would think they could beat the Jags, but teams that could actually do what they do, they can't beat. Um, so, with all that being said, they are the 16th ranked team. Next is the Seahawks at 15. They were previously 13. They're starting to drop down a little bit more than they're actually living to the expectation I I was expecting, but I was ex- I was definitely expecting not to be this, not to be win playing winning football though I I know that for sure, but it's a team that's dealing with injuries again, and Geno Smith has come down to earth a bit recently, so um so yeah the Seahawks at number fifteen. We have the New England Patriots, number 14. They were previously number 14 last time I did the rankings. Um, <laughs> I've seen a lot of Patriot fans being dramatic about the offensive coordinator situation. 
Uh, obviously, we've seen Mac Jones dropping more F-bombs than he is dropping touchdowns. Throwing touchdowns, excuse me. Uh, the team offensively does not good, look good. Defensively, you know, they play very, very good against teams that have bad quarterbacks. So it's 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 pretty um you kinda could you could kinda write the script for yourself when you watch a Patriot game. Once you see some injuries or a bad quarterback, you're like, Oh, well, I guess they're gonna win some way, somehow, even if Mac Jones didn't play well. So um they're in the playoff picture. There's no reason why they shouldn't be the uh, you know, top fourteen team. Um, but definitely you know, there's there's a there's a possibility that you know they're going they're going through a gauntlet in the next few weeks. After this Raiders game, they have, I believe, the Panthers. I'm sorry, the Bengals, Miami, and then the Bills to end it off. So they need to definitely take care of business the rate against the Raiders and just hope anybody any other team around them don't play well while they get challenged. So, it'll be interesting to see. The next ranked team here is number 13 is the Jets. New York Jets have, they were once number 10 in my rankings from the last time I did it. Um, still pretty damn good team defensively. Um, overall, they've been coached very well. Um, they've, been, they've been dealing with a bit of a struggle. Um, because again, I think this is a team that can't beat good teams either. Like, you know, they they did beat the Bills earlier this season, but there was no way they were gonna beat the Bills twice. Um, you know, they they benched Zach Wilson for Mac White. Mac White, I said Mac White. <laughs> you might as well call him Mac White because he looks like Mac Jones out there, anyways. Mike White. Oh my! I don't know how he. First and foremost, how the fuck did he stay in that game? He got, like, the way he got hit, you would have thought his whole, like, you would have thought his body would have split in half. Like, it was it was crazy. Um, but, yeah, so the Jets, this will be interesting to see how the last four weeks go for them as well. Same goes for the Chargers, Giants, the next two teams in my ranking. Um, all, like, from the from the from the Seahawks down to the Giants in my rankings, fifteen through eleven, these teams go are gonna need like gonna need some help to keep up, but also need to get out of their own way. Like it's it's the problem here is getting in your own way. Part of it is the coaching, Chargers. Part of it is the talent, Seahawks. Part of it is just bad offense, Pats and the Jets. And once those teams can kind of get in a groove in these last in this last month, they may be able to. They may be able to sneak into a playoff berth, but it's it's gonna be hard. To, it's gonna be hard to tell. Like again, like the Giants at eleven, they they remain at eleven for my last ranking. They are predictable. Once you stop Saquon, what are we doing after that? There ain't, there ain't no, there's no threat in the air. Uh, Daniel Jones, 
Like, has he had a game that he's thrown for over 300 yards or even more than two two touchdowns passes? Has he? I have no idea. Did, did defensively, are the Giants a threat defensively? How, like, the cardiac Giants thing is is has died out. It's, it's expired. So it's like you can't even take that seriously no more. You know what I'm saying? We will see. They are playing the giant, the the Commanders, I believe, on Sunday night football or Monday night football, one of those two. And uh, we'll see what kind of team they are. I think they'll still lose to the, they'll lose to the Commanders. They should have lost to the Commanders last game. They should probably lose to them this time as well. Um, with that being said, speaking of the Commanders, they're the tenth ranked team. They 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 bumped up a lot. They went from number 18 so uh the heineke experiment keeps working uh do i think he's the better quarterback out of the two absolutely not does he win sure uh in uh shout out to uh chris sims i i i, I do watch and listen to his podcast uh faithfully and he made a great point people are excited when they watch him win and play well or what looks like play well. But then you look back at the stat line or you look back at the, if you watch tape or highlights, you're like, this guy missed throws. Uh, he doesn't really, um, he doesn't play no better than the opposite of the opposing QB. Uh, if it wasn't for their defense and the fact that they've been resilient enough to stay in, in games, they, he would be exposed. But them winning games and, you know, being competitive, it's, it's worked in his favor, and he's going to keep the job, obviously. But is he the more talented between him and Carson Wentz? Absolutely not. I don't think so. You can't tell me otherwise. Um, but that's my opinion. I know other people feel otherwise because, you know, whenever you're a high pick in the draft and you don't live up to expectation, people are ready to, like, rule you out automatically. You can't – there's no – there's no repair of your career. Like, they, they want you to fail. They want to root for the guy who will speak on him in a bit, like a, like Purdy for the Niners, who's Mr. Irrelevant. They want to root for that. They don't want to root for the number one pick. They don't give a fuck about the one, one, number one pick unless you start winning championships or you have some accolades. But they want a Tom Brady. They want a Purdy. They want guys who were not relevant enough or getting the accolades um, the same accolades as you know said Mayfield, um, whoever whomever you want to speak on, uh, that was the number one pick in the in the draft. So, as a quarterback, so I am I you know the Commanders, you know they they know better than I do. They they've they they I guess you know they've seen the light when it comes to Heineke. They you know. They winning. So, we'll see. I believe they're going to win on Monday or Sunday whenever they're playing. I don't got the schedule in front of me, so I apologize. I'll have my, my next episode. I'll go over those games. Um, so, I got them ranked 10th. Number nine is the Dolphins. Tough loss against the uh, Chargers uh, this past Sunday. I thought they... I thought they looked normal for once. Um, part of it could have been that Hill was hurt some part of it could have been that Tua has been off for the last two games um 
part of it could be that their their defense don't know how to seal the deal or keep it within reach. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's I believe they're still a talented team, but it's yet to be seen. This is the time of the year where teams are playing in the cold. There's no like, you know. Not every game is going to be in Miami, so we we will see how well they can play um, outside of Miami, for sure. Uh, but yeah, they were previously number six in my rankings, but now they're nine. Uh, next one would be the Ravens. They're number eight. Uh, they've they you know they've they've um, they were seven before, but they they definitely sneaked out a couple wins. Um, one that was during well, while. No, they they lost that one when Lamar was hurt. Um, but last game against Pittsburgh, which I chose them to lose, they found a way to win. Uh, good def the defense is playing well, as I expected. They're healthy again. Um, the running game is starting to show again, and I, I I'm just hoping Lamar Jackson could come back and stay healthy for his sake because he needs that contract really bad. And um, they need him really bad so they could uh, compete for that division because they're currently still leading that division because Cincinnati is cruising right now. Uh, next in the rankings is the is the Vikings. They were number five. They were in the top five previously, and they're now at seven. Um, they're probably the most lucky. They're the luckiest team in the league. We know that already. Um, they find a way to win games even though they get outplayed every every Sunday. Uh, you can't you can't fault teams like that though. The whole point of playing these games is to win. It's not about the stats. The stats are beautiful when you're bored on a Sunday night and you want to just see how well your quarterback did, or it's a Friday and you're like, mm, let me prove somebody wrong with a statistic. You know what I'm saying? Stupid shit like that. That's when it matters. Or if you're trying to get personal accolades for your own personal self as a player, that's when it matters. But the number one thing is to win. These guys are playing to win championships. With all that being said, I always thought the Vikings were a bit of a bit of fool's gold when it came to how well they were how were they how they were playing. Um I I do expect them to still win that division. It's not there's no end of some butts going with that at all. Um they're going to have a hard time in the playoffs. They, they're going to have to really figure out the best way to be balanced on offense. Defensively, they've regressed, like, very badly. Like, I didn't expect their defense to be this bad. Um, they have some guys there that are very damn good. Um, but that's, I mean, that's just how it goes. Uh, they just have to figure out a better way to win games a more efficient way to stay in the games. Um, they've had some poor ones, man. Getting blown out by the Cowboys was tough to see, and then, you know, them losing to the Lions this past Sunday, that kind of, like, opened a lot of people's eyes. Like, yeah, I don't think this team is really, truly the same. Like, they are who their record are. Don't get me wrong. They are who their record is. We're not going to say otherwise, but just just understand. They're not as good as their record is as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. Cowboys at number six. They've dropped, they dropped down from four from the last time. They could have still been in the top five for me. 
But that last game is against the Texans wasn't looking too good. Um, but they they've been blowing a lot of teams out. So it's like that's that comes that that comes with territory when you're when you're a team that's like beating teams by twenty plus every fucking week. You're gonna have a stinker, and you're gonna even win the stinker, but you're gonna have one, and that just shows you that just shows that you can be a bit exposed um, to the league when you when you give up when you have one of these stinkers. So um, I do expect them to compete, and I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Period. Like that's this. I, I I'm not gonna debate about that. Um, I'm sure they'll find they'll they. I think they still have some divisional games left. With all three of those teams, I believe I could be wrong, and that will tell you a lot about who they are as a team. I think so. Them them going against the Eagles one more good time. Um, I believe they have another matchup against um, the Commanders. Those games are big. Those games are what they these those NFC East and obviously even the AFC East matchups. Those are going to be some crucial matchups down the stretch, and. What we could tell, we'll know who's really a dog out here, for sure. We'll really know who got dog the dog in them. Um, finish off my rankings from five to one to number five, number four, number three, number two, number one. We have the Niners, who were previously number eight. We have the Bengals, who was previously number nine. We have the Bills. Chiefs and the Eagles all staying put at three, two, and one in that order. Um, the one, the, the I'm going to collectively speak on all four, five teams. Excuse me. Um, besides the Niners, all the rest of those other teams have MVP, um, MVP quarterbacks, um, quarterbacks that I believe will be in the running for MVP at the end of the season. Um, all four. All five teams have very good defenses. Um, and all five teams could find a way to win offensively. Um, even uh, the Niners having Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft, rookie. He doesn't look like a fucking rookie. Um, and it's not one of those situations where, like, you're looking at a Bailey Zappi and you're saying, oh, look at what he's doing with so-and-so. Like, we're not talking about he's throwing screen passes and fucking – you know, short passes. He's he's throwing deep. He's he's giving they're giving him opportunities to be a quarterback out here. Like he's played very well. Like he's and the the main thing about being a pack backup is not giving up the football. So that's another thing he's not doing. Not to say he won't have a game like that. He could. He's a rookie. You you. It's almost expected. Um. But yeah, the the, the Niners look good. I don't know how they do it, man. They're fucking defense. They could lose one guy every season and they still look the same. They don't have one shutdown corner, but they still play very well as a unit. I don't know how they fucking do it. The Bengals, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. I'm telling you right now, he might if he has a freaking if he ends the season the way he ended the season last season. He might sneak in and get that MVP somehow, cause what he's doing with that offense, man, like he looks good, man. The kid is good. He's a special kind of quarterback. Um, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, the boys, like they they've hit a little bit of a snag on the offensive end, but they they're finally like playing 
a little bit more balance. They they they're they're cold weather teams, so they know they have to switch up how they play offensively. They lost Von Miller for the year, ACL tear, unfortunately. Um, but I don't think that's going to change anything for them unless they go against the Chiefs again or they make it to the Super Bowl. That might be the biggest difference there. Um, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're going to have games like they did against Denver where they're, you know, beating a team and then the team comes back and they have to find a way to keep the keep the lead or come back from excuse me, come back from behind. Um, but you can never count out Patrick Mahomes. He's currently on top of my MVP rankings. But Jalen Hurts is right just I think Jalen Hurts is literally a big toe behind him. And it's not because I'm not I'm not discrediting him at all because the offense is in his favor. It's more or less so the fact that he has actually a very well put together team. And that's not that's not of of his fault. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's playing he's playing well. He's playing very well. He's playing with within the offense. He killed my Packers on Sunday Night Football. Like the kid is very talented, dude. Like he can he can really make it hard for you to game plan against the Eagles. Um, and that and as goes for the those other quarterbacks. When you have a team that has a quarterback that's making it hard for you to game plan, you're almost there's nine nine times out of ten you're winning that weekend, that week, that 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 Sunday, that Monday, that Thursday, you're winning. Um. But yeah, that concludes my power rankings. I apologize if I sound kind of like all over the place. Imagine trying to talk to to yourself on a mic for almost an hour and you don't drink anything. <laughs> Let me take a sip. But imagine that. It's it's a lot. And then your brain is all over the place because you're thinking about what the, the fucking next thing you want to say. But yeah. But thank you for listening to my rankings. But I want to go into um, these next few games that are coming up. I'm not going to talk about Sunday's games, but we're going to talk about the game on Thursday and the Saturday games. We got the Niners. For, uh, Niners are going to be in Seattle. Uh, Niners are favorite, obviously. And I got them. I man, listen. I got the Niners winning twenty-seven to seventeen in this game. Um, I think the running game is gonna dominate against the the, the Seahawks. Uh, I think they're gonna put Geno Smith in some tough situations where he has to throw the ball a lot, and it's gonna be tough, man. I mean, the only thing I could give the only advantage I give Seattle that tomorrow evening. Um, I am recording on a Wednesday, just so that you know, everybody. But tomorrow evening, um, the only advantage I give the Seahawks is that they're home. So their 12 is going to be up, up, ready for the game. It's a national football, it's a national game on uh, on Thursday night. So you know they're going to be up for this game. Um, but yeah, give me the Niners, 27-17. I give give me the give me them to cover as well. Um, we have three Saturday games. Um, we have the Colts in Minnesota. Um, I feel like Minnesota's had like four or five 
primetime games in the last month. <laughs> but um, Minnesota, uh, yeah, give me the give me the Vikings at home. I feel like they've been home for a month. Give me them at home against the Colts. I think they should smack the shit out of them. Um, there's no like, I mean, I get, I get it. You know, JJ might get shut down by Gilmore, but for how long? <laughs> um, give me the Vikings to cover. I think this is gonna be a fucking gun clap special. I think they're gonna clap them up. I think this is gonna be like thirty-one to like ten. There's no way I can't see the Colts unless they they can find a way to manage the clock and run the ball with Jay just uh, with Taylor. I don't know. I can't see it happening. Can't. Moving on, Ravens at Cleveland. No Deshaun. Uh, I said no Deshaun. Deshaun Watson will be there. There will be a Deshaun Jackson as well for the for the Ravens, but there will be no Lamar Jackson. Um, not sure what the weather's looking like for that game. I know there's a lot of like uh, storms, like winter storms happening in the Midwest and the in the Northwest of our country, but um, yeah, give me the Ravens in a in a nail biter, in a nail biter. Uh, this is gonna be one of those classic AFC North battles. Um, this will be Watson's. Um, I wouldn't say this is an introduction to the to the to the AFC North because they already played the Bengals and lost. But I think it's gonna be an introduction to this rivalry right here. Um, they, it's gonna be a close game, and I think the Ravens will find a way to win. It's gonna be like seventeen to fourteen, Ravens. Um, I, I I'd go with the money line on the Ravens. I wouldn't take them to I wouldn't pick them to cover on this one. And to end the evening, it's gonna be the Miami Dolphins going to the Buffalo Bills. This is gonna be one of those games that Miami is gonna be very much very much so battle tested. They're three and four on the road. That means when they're when they're they're a good team at home. They they've won five out of six games at home because they're home in the warm 80-degree Miami weather. There will be in Buffalo where I believe it's going to be snowy conditions and cold as fuck. And I'm not, like, Tyreek Hill's played in the cold. Like, he's played in Kansas City. They have snow. They've gotten snow. They play in the cold. But we're talking about Tua, Waddle, those guys. They're not used to that. And, you know, they're a team that has very, they, they situational run, a situational run game that plays off of the pass. If they're able to get it going, we may see them play very well. But this is one of those games, like, this is this is how they're going to get battle-tested. And I think this is a big revenge game for the Bills, who thought they should have won that game in Miami. They play very well at home. So this will be a fun game to watch if it lives up to the hype. But I, I, I do believe the Bills will prevail. Uh, give me 27 to 20, Buffalo Bills. It's it's gonna be a, a close game for the majority of the game, and um, uh, get, give me the Bills money line. I'm not picking them to cover on this one, but I'll cover the rest of the games for Week 15. Um, should be some great games these next. Well, besides the Indian Vikings, I don't think that's something people care to give give two fucks to watch, um, except for those who are Viking fans. But anyways. 
yeah, those are definitely some games to look forward to. We got some Saturday football. Can't be, can't, can't, you know, can't complain about that. You know, Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night. Shit. If you, if <laughs> for those women who have boyfriends or a guy that they're interested in, you better leave that man alone. And let him watch his football. Um, but anyways, um, don't let me not be disrespectful. For those women who like to watch football too, enjoy. And if you're a guy who's not into sports, let leave your woman alone while she's watching her football. But anyways, uh, I wanted to close out my pod about a couple things that happen in the sports world. Um, one, wanted to speak on uh, Brittany Griner. She got freed. She got exchanged. There was a, it's a prisoner exchange with Russia. She got freed. She's back home. I'm happy for her and her family. She was able to come back home for the holidays. Um, definitely saw a lot of opinions on that. I know a lot of folks out there probably weren't too pleased that she was exchanged and not the the former Marine, which I believe he should be coming home. He should come home as well. Um, I'm not going to get into politics here about it all, but um, I think at the end of the day, we should celebrate that an American was able to come back home f- from that those type of conditions. And, you know, a lot of people will feel like she was wrongfully detained and you know that's whether or not she she did it illegally or you know she knew what she was doing or whatever the case may be she she didn't need to be locked up for that you feel me so it's like it's one of those things where you know depends on who you're talking to they may care enough to think that she needs to come home but others may think she deserved to be there and it's like sounds good but let it be your own who's in that situation, you'd be screaming free my guy or free my, my sis when they're down and out in a different country. You wouldn't want that. So don't, don't I, would, I would say for those to heed with caution about how you want to speak on it. Um, obviously, Mr. Whalen definitely would, um, it'd be nice for him to get back home. Um, I know they were working hard to get him home as well. And it's going to be tough business dealing with Russia. We we know that, you know what I'm saying? Like we can't act like that country is not looking to you know what I'm saying? They, they they obviously want this to happen. They want that exchange and you know, so um hopefully he gets home but you know this is a moment for Brittany Griner's supporters, family members, friends to celebrate her coming home. So let's not be ignorant and insensitive and definitely celebrate that um man Steph Curry is fucking disgusting this guy is filthy (laughs) they were just down by like almost 25 points and they're cut it down to freaking seven in the third quarter um last but not least I wanted to speak on the whole um first and foremost congratulations to coach prime Primetime himself, Deion Sanders, he is going to be the head football coach of Colorado. And I, for one, am happy as fuck for him. Uh, I think he did what he had to do at Jackson State. Whether he reneged on some stuff he said, so be it. It's not that deep, I think, in my personal opinion. Um, he did, He like I said, he did what he had to do. He 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 coached, a, all, uh, he coached at the 
at a high level for a black college, which led to a lot of black students, student athletes, to come to that school to not only get, get an education, but also play football at a high level. And being able to be seen. With that, with that being said, when I say being able to be seen, like these guys are going to now look at the opportunities to get transferred to a, a D1. High, a big program. They may even be in the. They may end up in the draft. They may end up being um, free agent rookies. Like him bringing that type of energy, that clout to that organization, was enough. And he brought he brought his own money into it. So for people to take it personally, like this, that, and a third, like it's. For one, it's it would it's hard enough for a black coach to get his opportunity in in D one college football. So to speak on his situation and make it seem like he he turned his back is a shame on us for thinking that way. This is an opportunity for him to change the culture somewhere else, and with him doing that, his his boy his sons are getting transferred over there. Top recruits are coming over there, like, he's changing a culture, and he's gonna bring a lot of, you know, obviously, he's prime time. He, 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 he loves attention. Let's not act like he does not, but he does, he, the attention he, he, he brings on to himself, it brings a lot of positive shit, man. And I'm, I'm grateful to see that happen, and I hope that, um, other former players that think they're Eight, they have the capability to coach at a high level, take that opportunity to go to HBCU uh, in the all-black college and, and bring their talents there and do the same as he did. Invest in, the, in that school. Invest your time, your money. Um, you may have opportunities. Like I've, I've said it before in my older episodes or maybe even my other podcasts, like these predominantly black Sports need black coaches. And not to say that they don't need white coaches. Obviously, white coaches, they're going to be there. Like, there's some very good coaches out there of any color. But a black coach is, some of these players need to see someone who looks like them to coach them up, to build them up as a player in both, in both women's sports and men's sports. They need that. Someone who's, an empowering figure that gives them, that show them that you as well can do what I do and move up to the next step or become an, a, a well-respected adult. So it's funny that I finished my episode about a coach and I started my episode about coaching. I, I, I Once again, I'm proud of Deion Sanders I don't know the man, but I'm sure if I had the opportunity to talk to him, I would tell him I'm proud of how he moved up in the rankings because I guarantee you he would have not got the opportunity just out the, coming, out the street, coming off the streets. You know what I'm saying? You got to work hard for that. And he worked his ass off for that program, and I think people need to give him his flowers. So with all that being said, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing all my rambling. I appreciate y'all for just giving the time and day to even subscribe, listen, and play. And on top of that, um, if I if you hear any gra- um, grammatical errors, I apologize. This is why I didn't finish college. I'm just kidding. 
No, but definitely call me out, though. Uh, I appreciate that. That means that you were listening. But um, for those who are um, been consistently listening in, this is when this episode was for you, and these next few episodes for the rest of this way that I do on this podcast, it will be also for you because you are loyal and you're real, and I appreciate you. And with all that being said, I salute y'all. This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, and of course, athletes in the struggle. Yo, 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 some get a little, some get none, shit.